the Employment Law Show on Global News Radio. It is the Employment Law Show. John Scholes here along with employment lawyer, co-founding partner, Lior Samfiru. Samfiru to market LLP, the most positively reviewed employment law firm in Canada. You can check that out. You can Google it. It is a fact. So uh, good to have you along for the show. You have questions about employment rights. This is your show. Has been for almost nine years. If you have uh, been terminated, laid off, wrongfully dismissed, uh, harassed at work, experienced changes to your job or human rights issues, have some questions about severance or how about this mandatory vaccines give us a call you know the number 416-870-6400 that is how you do it get the answers you need over the next 50 minutes or so but i digress into the week that was and then we will cover all about mandatory vaccines it is a timely show my brother what do you got for us off the top well john i think we call this the Employment Law Show, but I think for the next uh, 45 minutes, we can call it the uh, Mandatory Vaccine Hotline, <laughs> because uh, I think we're going to get a lot of questions about mandatory vaccines, and, and uh, this is the hot topic everyone wants to know. We're going to dedicate our show to talk about your rights, the employees' rights when it comes to mandatory vaccines. Can they be mandated? Mm-hmm. When can they be mandated? Can you lose your job if you don't get a vaccine? What happens if your employer tells you you have to get regular COVID tests? We'll talk about all those things on the show. So pick up the phone. Call us right now. Let's make sure that you're get you're getting answers to those questions. I've been getting emails, John, for the last two weeks. If I say 50 emails a day on this topic, I'm underestimating. Wow. In a session earlier today on Facebook while I, I logged on to answer questions, Question after question after question about mandatory vaccines. So now is the time to call and ask me the question. I'll give you the answers. You may be surprised by those answers, by the way. So let's have that chat or any other employment law issue. Maybe your boss gave you some sort of an ultimatum. You lost your job, maybe. Maybe you're coming back to work after being off and your job has changed, your hours, your compensation. Whatever the issue, whatever the problem, this is the show. This is the time so we can answer those questions. So, John, before we get into our topic and vaccines and and taking calls, let me tell you about one scenario that came across my desk, which actually has nothing to do with vaccines, but I still think it's it's a fairly interesting scenario that many people may be uh, potentially dealing with. So this gentleman, like many others, had been off for a a long time, actually, because of uh, COVID-19. He had been put on a layoff. A few months after he was put on a layoff, he found another job, and he started working on that other job. Well, through the magic of LinkedIn, his employer, old employer, found out that he was working somewhere else. So they called them and they said, hey, uh, we know that you're working over another company. Does that mean that you're not planning on coming back here? And he said, yeah, I like my new company, so I'm not going to be coming back. Sure. So they sent him a letter a couple of days later saying, based on you telling us that you're not uh, coming back, uh, we accept your resignation. We wish you all the best. Goodbye. Sure. And the the reality, John, he thought that's kind of fair enough. But his wife said, you know, call Lior. Just make sure that there's nothing there that we're missing. Well, I'm glad that he did, and here's why. When he was put on that layoff, whenever that was, a year ago, that layoff was, in fact, a termination. His employer did not have a right to put him on the layoff. So what happened is he was terminated by being put on that layoff. So if he found another job later, that's not a resignation because he's already been terminated. So he's right. actually owed severance. He's owed severance because that, that temporary layoff, despite the fact that his employer may have 
planned on calling him back was still a termination, was still something his employer did not have a right to do. So same thing with you. If you've been put on a temporary layoff, you have a right, if you want to, to treat that layoff as a termination. That is true even if you find another job afterwards, even if you're not going to come back to work when your employer calls you, if they call you back to work. It's not a resignation. Bottom line, if you've been put on a temporary layoff, you could be owed your severance as much as 24 months pay. If you want to know for sure or if you want to actually get that severance, you know what to do. You give me a call. Yeah, and in between or after the show, uh, as you know, help at employmentlawyer.ca and 1-855-821-5900 is a way to do that. That whole thing about knowing you're on a temporary layoff or not, that has resonated for the last year and a half to a point, which I imagine you have never seen in your career. No, I have never, ever seen, nor did I ever think I would see so many people being put on a temporary layoff in such a short period of time. And... And again, despite how prevalent this is, despite the fact that everyone knows someone that's been put on the layoff or they've been put on the layoff themselves, it's still not legal. It's still not something that your employer has a right to do, meaning you can treat that as a termination if you want. Again, we're going to be getting into the topic of mandatory vaccines here in a moment, but your phone calls about that topic, of course, more than welcome, because if this has been something you've been scratching your head about for some time, this is your this is your show to get some answers. Uh, James, thanks for hanging in for a few moments. How are you tonight? Yeah, thanks so much. Good. How are you? Good, brother. What's uh, what's going on with you? What's on your mind? So the gentleman just said that it's not legal. Uh, my question was bodily autonomy. Do we have control of our bodies or not? And, you know, with respect to having a job, being employed, the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, can you talk to that? Do we have the right to work for the OPP or World Bank? etc., or the government, whoever, do we have the right to work for them and yet have control of our own bodies and decide what we put in it and what we don't put in it? So th- that's, a, that's a very kind of loaded question. I- I'm not going to, I'm going to answer it from a practical standpoint. And here's how I'm going to answer that. If the government mandates that you have to get a vaccine or you can't be employed in a particular job. So for example, if the government says, Uh, If you work for the federal government, you have to be vaccinated or we're going to let you go. You could challenge that potentially on charter grounds, but that challenge is going to take you five years. So it's not really going to solve your problem or you losing your job. So as a practical matter, if it's a government mandate, there's not going to be that much that you can do. Now, that's different if it's not a government mandate, but an employer chooses to say, we're going to require mandatory vaccines. We're going to do that. We know the government doesn't say we have to, but what if we've decided that? You know, for example, the banks. That actually may be illegal. You could potentially file a human rights complaint in that situation. So it comes down to whether or not there's a government mandate. If there is, practically speaking, yeah, you could do something, but it's not going to really help even if you win five years later. So we have to distinguish between government mandates and and situation where there's no mandate okay thanks thanks james appreciate that so if, if james were to say no you know based on the autonomy what he wants to put in his body so on and so forth if it is a federally regulated job he has and they say no the mandate's there you have to get it says no i'm not doing it so they say okay you don't have a job anymore does he still qualify for severance well keep in mind 
that it's not it doesn't matter really if it's federally regulated because the the federal uh-huh. government has not said that all federally regulated employees have to get a vaccine they have only said those that actually work for the federal government and those working in transportation whether it's air uh, marine right. or, or rail so in those industries again we actually don't even have that mandate officially we don't know for sure yet what the government says will happen to individuals that don't get the vaccine, but potentially in those situations, you could lose your job without severance. In all other situations where there's no government mandate, if you lose your job, you will definitely be owed severance and potentially human rights damages as well. Again, a phone call just like James, so on topic, 416-870-6400, or topics of employment, whatever. Bring them on. That's where we're here for the remainder of the hour to uh, to answer your questions, 416-870-6400, and uh, any other time, all time, actually, uh, 24-7, absolutely free and anonymous, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca is where you want to go. So let's get into this topic a little more. James set the table nicely with this question, but it, there's confusion, federal, provincial, local, municipal, in Ontario. Has the Ford government implemented mandatory vaccines? That is something that many people will be surprised because we've heard mandatory vaccine policies. Uh, the government, Ford government announced last week. Well, let's be very clear. As we speak right now, the Ontario provincial government has not, has not mandated vaccines, has not made vaccines absolutely mandatory, even in the healthcare sector. What they've done wow. in the healthcare sector only, is, and and but and but you know in schools as well, is they've said if you don't get vaccinated, you have to undergo this training, and if you still don't want to get vaccinated, sure no problem, you're just gonna have to undergo regular COVID tests. So you actually don't have to uh, get vaccinated based on that mandate. So if you have an employer that says we're gonna take it a step further. We're going to say that if you don't get vaccinated, forget about regular COVID tests, you're just out of a job. Not only would you get severance, that's easy, that's a given, there's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. You may also be entitled to human rights damages. So keep that in mind, there isn't yet a mandate here in Ontario to get a vaccine. There may be some confusion, of course, when the show's over. Your, your, your questions may come later, right, after we've had this discussion. That's no problem. one 855 5,900 to reach Lior and his team. But uh, always the uh, the calls here on air are the priority. Every show in that regard, Sherman, thanks for standing by. Good evening. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. My question is this. I worked for a company for seven years, and uh, they lost the contract. And I got a job with a different company. Am I entitled to severance? So the company you worked for lost uh, the contract, and you got a job with a new company that got the contract? Yes. And sure, and you worked there for seven years. And, and how many employees, approximately, did the other company have? The first company, uh, about two eighty. So yes, you're you're entitled uh, in your case to you only to your minimum severance because you were able to find a job quickly. Uh, the minimum severance would be fourteen weeks pay because you've been there for seven weeks. So if you hadn't found the job, you would have been entitled to potentially much more, maybe eight or nine months of severance. But yeah. yes, you're still owed about 14 weeks pay. Did you get any severance? No, no severance. Well, then you know what to do, or hopefully you do, which is to give me a call. I can help you get that severance. You know, 14 weeks of pay, that's over three months pay. That's going to be a lot yeah. of compensation. So you're absolutely legally owed that. 
Okay, then. Thank you very much. I'll call you office then. Perfect. Thank you, Sherman. Appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of your evening and your week. Uh, again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred, or simply help at employmentlawyer.ca. We'll take our first break. John, stand by, fella. I see you there. Your call is coming up next as soon as we come back. Lots more to go here. 416-870-6400. Uh, employment lawyer, Lior Samfiru, co-founding partner, Samfiru Tamarkin, LLP, the most positively reviewed employment law firm in this country. We're coming back with more Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. Welcome back to the Employment Law Show on Global News Radio. It is 722. Welcome back to an Employment Law Show and D co-founding partner, Lior Samfiru. John Scholes here, 416-870-6400. Call in now. Get some advice right here on the hop from the firm that has successfully helped tens of thousands of Canadians get results across this country. And we do it every week and every night here uh, when the Employment Hour is on answering your calls. In that regard, we'll get to our, our next one. John, thank you for standing by through the break. Good evening. How are you tonight? Good, sir. What's uh, what's on your mind? Not a whole lot. First of all, it's an honor to talk to both of you guys, number one. Number two. No, you're a good man. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no worries. Thank you. Number two, my question is, uh, Leo, if I have it correct, I believe there's a two-year statute of limitations. Uh, That's correct. Being laid yep. off and, and severance, correct? Absolutely correct, yes. So, okay. Now, my question is, what impacts that? Besides, like, What about a sale of a business in between? So tell me the scenario. Uh, they sold, uh, so laid off in April. Yes. And they sold the business in, I guess it was the beginning of June. Yeah. So they are no longer owners of the, uh, of the business. The original, the so, new owners completely. If you're going to take the, the, the view or the position that that layoff was a termination, then that's when the limitation period started, okay? Okay. regardless of, of any sale of a business. Okay. Uh, it doesn't change that. Now, if in fact the new company uh, brings you brings you on and then they terminate you, then of course, then that limitation period only would start running at that point. Okay. But if you haven't, your your status hasn't changed, and you want to say, wait a second, by putting me on that layoff, you've terminated me, which you absolutely can do, then that's exactly when the limitation period starts, when that layoff began. And then it would just go back through the original owners and. Exactly. You got it. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic to know. Thanks, John. Appreciate your call. You need to reach out to any more further date. Here's how you do it. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. They'll uh, they'll take care of you. Eddie, thank you so much for uh, for hanging on. How are you tonight? Uh, fine. Thank you. Um, uh, thank you Great. for uh, letting me to speak. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, okay, uh, um, I'm asking, uh, I just heard uh, uh, the saying that there is no uh, mandatory uh, vaccine uh, for any uh, provisional uh, government or federal government. And uh, um, uh, apparently the, the mayor of Toronto, he sent a letter to the employee that he asking them uh, to take the vaccine first um, 
um, they can have a course, and if they after the course they don't um, uh, want to take the vaccine, they've been fired. So what what is happening? It's not against the human right. It, it potentially could be a human rights violation. Yes, it, it, it absolutely could be. Uh, it's a question of, of course, first of all, for those employees that are unionized, and many city employees are unionized, the only one that can help enforce any rights, human rights or otherwise, is the union. So it has to be the union. And if the union says, we're not going to do anything, we're fine with it, there's not going to be many options. For those other employees that are not part of a union, if in fact they lose their job, yeah, that could be potentially a, a human rights violation that they could be owed. So yes, that could be. Uh, a lot of employers, including the city of Toronto, are doing it, hoping that you know that that's going to encourage people to uh, get a vaccine. But that may actually not be something that's allowed. Uh, what What do you mean? That it's not something that's being allowed to 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 force them to take the vaccine. It could be considered a human rights violation, but for for. To do something about it, you would actually have to file a human rights complaint if you lose your job as a result of not getting the vaccine. Eddie, we got to move. Thank you so much for your time and the phone call. Going to move down to uh, to Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Thank you for holding on. Good evening. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I'm sorry. I just wanted to um, add something to your mandatory vaccine question. Um, we've been presented today. I'm in a non-union job. I work in a min in the health in the health sector, and they've told me today that if I'm not vaccinated by October 15th, I will be terminated. They will give me a package based one year, uh, one week for every year worked, and they are telling me that the policy is sitting with an employment lawyer right now. Can this be happening? So... Here's the thing. First of all, there, there's no way to physically stop your employer from doing this. It's only a matter of what consequences there are for them doing it. So let's start with the, the easy portion of this, and that is that you're going to be owed more than a week per year of service. So let, let's touch on that. How long have you worked for this company, for, for this employer? Two years. Two years. So uh, you could easily be owed up to four, five, even six months pay, not weeks. So right off the bat, there's that issue. The other issue, as I was saying to a previous caller, is that that policy that if you don't get a vaccine, we're letting you go, that policy in itself could be discriminatory. It could be a human rights violation. So if, in fact, you do lose your job, then yes, we obviously have to assess and get you your proper severance, but we also may, or you may also have grounds to pursue a human rights complaint. But remember, there's no way to actually physically stop your employer. It's just dealing with what that means if they go ahead and let you go. Okay. So how should I respond to this? Because they're telling me that um, if I don't, like I, I, like, I used to do the PCR test twice a week, and they're not even giving that option anymore. They're taking that even off the table. So it's vaccine or nothing. So how, how do I respond when they present this to me? Well, first thing you have to decide is what would, what's better, uh, losing your job or getting the vaccine. That's obviously a personal decision. You're going to have to make that decision because if they follow through on this policy, you will lose your job if you don't get vaccinated, and there's nothing that can be done about that. So you have to decide what's better. 
If you get the vaccine, then just tell them you get the vaccine. If you decide that you're not going to get the vaccine, you'll tell them and they'll make their decision. And if that decision is to let you go, you need to call me right away. Okay. Um, under the human rights, because I was on their website today, what does it fall under? Well, there's a number of things it can fall under, but it's also potentially what, what I call it is uh, a dis- discrimination on the basis of perceived disability. Uh, we can talk okay. about it more. It could get a bit complicated, but it's, it's perceived disability. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, thank you, Sharon. Again, if, uh, if anything uh, boils over, feel free to call. In fact, you should call Lior and his team. Sharon, one 855 Help at employmentlawyer.ca. But here and now, got lots of time. It's 729. If you're just joining us, Employment Law Show, a lot of calls about mandatory vaccines because it is the story of the day and continues to be uh, to be exactly that. Natalie, thank you for hanging on as well. You're next. Good evening. Hello. Um, I'm wondering... Hi, hi, I'm with the provincial government. I thank you for taking the time. Um, mm-hmm. If I have to do a mandatory um, disclosure by September 13th and I'm not ready... Um, and they say October 30th, I have to give an answer. What? I'm not prepared for this. I'm very stressed out because I'm not saying I don't want the vaccine, but I'm not saying I want it right now, you know? And I feel like this pressure is very heavy on me. And, and who do you work for? You don't have to tell me the employer, but do you work for the government? Do you work public sector, yes. private sector? Yes, I work for the Sorry. government. The government. For, for the, are you are you part of a union? Yes, I am. But the union says they don't have any information right now to give us. Well, the reality is that the only one that can give you information if you're part of a union or help you is the union. There's really nothing else that you can do outside of the union. The only mm-hmm. advice I can give you to kind of buy you some time is mm-hmm. if you're, again, you said you're feeling stress and it's impacting you, talk to yeah. your doctor. If your doctor feels that this stress means you should be off work for a little while and the doctor gives you a note to be off work, then you can be off work and you can deal with this issue when you come back to work. So that's a way to buy time. But in terms of if what they're doing is legal and and how to respond and what happens, if you are part of a union, it has to be the union that deals with it uh, and advises you. Right. Okay, so I should talk to my doctor right now. Okay. Thank you, Natalie. Appreciate it. You can hear the stress in, in their voice. Same with Sharon just at the end. You can tell this is going to be an incredibly stressful yeah. few months for uh, for employees indeed. But uh, there's help out there and there's guidance and you need a, a beacon in all the fog, man. you got to call Lior and his team. They will help you out and advise you for sure. Again, one 821 5900 and help at employmentlawyer.ca. But you don't have to wait. you still got some time here to call us tonight on the show and get some uh, some answers off the top. Sam, you're up next. Good evening. Thanks for standing by. Thanks for having my call. So basically, I have two questions. I work for one of the school boards of government of Ontario. And obviously, you probably partially answered this. But when it comes to like um, the testing that we have to do, it's not really clear whether it's a PCR, whether it's a antigen, like a rapid test. And I, wa- I wanted to know like who would cover the cost, whether it's administered at the, at the schools, so that's basically the first question. And the second question is with respect to severance. That if I decide to basically not take it and essentially get dismissed, having worked for the board for 14 years as a, as a teacher, how much, 
uh, am I owed? So uh, I take it as a teacher for, for the school board, you're part of a union, obviously. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So as I was saying to the, the previous uh, caller, the only one really that can answer this question because you're part of a union is the union to tell you what your options are, the tests, who's going to pay for them, etc. Because at the end of the day, you actually, you know, the best way to look at it is a unionized employee. It's not you that has the rights. It's the union that has the rights. And that's why the union can only enforce those rights. So you have to talk to the union. Also, the other thing you have to understand is that as a unionized employee, you don't really get severance like a, a non-union employee. It's a very mm-hmm. small amount that you're owed uh, as a unionized employee. You could easily have been owed 18 months pay in a, in a non-union environment. Unfortunately, that's not going to be the case when you're part of a union. But you have to talk to the union, and they may not have the answers yet because these things are happening very, very quickly. But at some point, there will be answers, and the union will be able to advise you. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for taking the call. It was great talking. Yeah, thank you, Sam. Sorry to cut you off there. Just got to uh, to get rolling, man. We appreciate you uh, taking the time to listen and call in as well. This is just going to keep going and going and going. I think the next few shows we're going to be talking about this topic for sure. You still got some uh, some time, though, 416-870-6400 as we talk about mandatory vaccines. Um, can, it's one thing we talked about, you know, can they let you go? Some employers or at least the government's leaving it up to private employers to, to you know, blow the whistle and say, no, you got to get vaccinated or we're going to let you go. Can your employer even ask if you've been vaccinated? How about that? So believe it or not, again, unless there's a government mandate, it's not legal for an employer to ask. In fact, under the Occupational Health and Safety Act in Ontario, an employer cannot demand private personal medical information. And that means an employer cannot demand to know whether you've been vaccinated. They can certainly ask, but they can't punish you if you say no. So what some employers are doing, in fact, I think that's the way to do it, is to say, okay, employee, tell us if we've been vaccinated. But here's what we're going to do. If you tell us, fine. Uh, If you don't tell us, or if you tell us that you haven't been vaccinated, then we're going to have you do regular COVID tests. That is okay to do it that way. So the employer is not going to make you fire you or anything like that, but the employer is going to say, since we don't know if you've been vaccinated, we're going to have you do regular COVID tests. You're not going to lose your job. So that's right. fine to do. But if the employer says, if you don't tell us, you lose your job, no, that is, that is overstepping it. That could be a human rights violation, could be a violation of the Occupational Health and Safety Act. So I know employers are doing that. But that is not legal. And if you're put in that situation to reveal your medical information or lose your job, yeah, you may want to give me a call. And that number, one 821 5900 But for the last few minutes of the show here, uh, Jewel from Caledon. How are you? Good evening. Uh, how are you? Thanks. A great show, guys. Uh, i just like to say two things. I have one question for myself, but I'd like to say, uh, today, I mean, in uh, in the radio that people are calling, and I was just stunned that uh, government job is very hard to get it, and and not even split thirty seconds, one one vaccine can save your life and your family lives. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. People are so intelligent, and they are not using their brain. I feel sorry for them. Just get the vaccine mm-hmm. and get over with it. That's all I have to say. To <laughs> okay. Uh, the thing is that my question is that. Four years ago, when I started my company, it's a big company, public company, but they make us sign one paper that everybody signed, including the manager, everyone's, that they can allow to fire you 
without any notice or without any reason. They can legally do that to everyone. An employer is allowed to let you go without any reason, but they have to pay severance. And, and you can't agree not to get severance. You have to get severance. What it may do is it may try to limit the amount of severance that they have to pay you. So whether or not that's enforceable, I'd actually have to see the document. I'd have to see what it is that you're signing. It's very common for employers to try to limit their severance obligations by having you sign something that says, if we let you go down the road, we're not going to give you your full severance. We're only going to give you your minimum severance. The thing is, that could cost you tens of thousands of dollars, so not a good, uh, good thing to sign. But again, without seeing it, I'm not going to be able to tell you if it's, if it's legal or not, should you sign it or should you not sign it. So feel free to reach out to me off air and send me a copy of the document. Appreciate your call, sir. Moving on, 416-870-6400. We'll get in as many calls as we can with our uh, remaining time. Hi, Rita. Thank you for hanging on. Good evening. Hi. Great show. Thank you so much for taking my call. I have a question uh, to the lawyer. I work for the uh, entire government. I work for the public sector. And today our CEO has issued an email to all employees that um, mandating the vaccine by September I believe September 7 and full vaccine, like everything full by October to make our decision. And I've been with the company for 22 years. I'm not ready to take it yet, take the vaccine yet. And I would just like to know my, my rights. So uh, first question is, are you part of a union? No. Okay. So if you're not part of a union, the other question then is, are they saying that if you don't get the vaccine, they're going to let you go? Or are they saying that if you don't get a vaccine then you'll have to do regular COVID tests, you know? They left it, they left it very vague. They said, we are contacting our, our uh, HR department for further information. But in the meantime, this is what's happening. And the only exemption, if you have a medical condition, and you have to, um, you have to submit a test every once in a while. And I want to keep it, just to refresh, just to let you know, during the pandemic, we're all working from home. So I can do my job from right. home. Right. When when everything is open now, we have to get back into the road. We're right. on the sales, so I need people. So so, so, so the, the answer is, is is this: if they say that if you don't get the vaccine, you're let go, you're fired, that could be illegal. That could be a human rights violation. So that could be something you really need to deal with, and you can reach out to me. Yes. If they say if you don't get a vaccine, you just have to have regular COVID tests. That is okay. That's something that yes. they are able to do. So. You would need to know what ultimately they say will happen. Until we know what they say will happen, you lose your job or you don't lose your job, it's difficult to say if it's legal or not. If you lose your job, I want to be very, very clear. If you lose your job as a result of this, you pick up the phone and you call me right away. No questions asked. Thank you so much. I already did that, actually. I sent you guys a message and you got back to me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I will do so. Perfect. Excellent. 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 Thank you, Rita. Appreciate your time and uh, carry forward for sure. I want to get to Shelly here. Still got some time. Hi, Shelly. Thank you for hanging on. Good evening. Hi there. Um, So I'm calling on behalf of my daughter, and we don't have a vaccine question. Um, She was employed by a private sector employer, um, no union. Um, Two weeks past her 90 days, they terminated her. Um, She'd never been disciplined or coached or written up or anything like that so i was just wondering if she has any rights so remember the general rule uh 
Shelley, and that is that an employer can let you go at any time as long as they pay severance. So even though your daughter may have done nothing wrong and was a good employee, they're allowed to let her go, but they have to pay her severance. Now, we know she's been there for, for uh, 90 days. What kind of a job and how old is your daughter? My daughter's 24, and it's in the automotive industry, um, in an automotive dealership. So they probably owe her about six weeks' pay. That's what's at stake for her, about six weeks' pay. Have they paid her any severance? They paid nothing, no. Okay. So she needs to, that's what we call a wrongful dismissal. A wrongful dismissal is simply a situation where you're let go without severance. And yes, even a young person like your daughter, 24 obviously is young. And uh, even though she's only worked there for just over three months, yeah, she's owed severance. And in her case, right around six weeks pay. So happy to okay. help her. If she wants to reach out to my office, we can help her get that six weeks. It's not even a difficult thing to do. So I uh, look forward to connecting with her if, if she wants that help. Shelly, appreciate the time and the call. Great question, by the way. And to reach out, you probably heard it already and wrote it down. one 821 5900 1-855-821-5900. So you did mention that the employer can ask you to have regular COVID tests if you're not vaccinated. They say, fine, you don't, want to get the, you don't want to get the needle. Then you're coming in every week, twice a week, whatever, to get a test to see if you're negative. What if you say, no, I don't want to do that? Well, that's where it's a problem. You know, I think that an employer is going to be given leeway to impose uh, COVID, regular COVID tests. So if you lose your job as a result of refusing to have COVID tests, you would still be owed severance. That would still be considered a termination without cause, but that may not be a human rights violation. It would not be illegal for an employer to say, we need you to have regular COVID tests. But again, because... You're not obligated to do that. If your employer decides to let you go, then severance is paid. Now, if there's a mandate, if you work for an industry where the government says you have to have a COVID test or you lose your job, at that point, you would not be getting uh, severance. But if it's your employer that decides to do that unilaterally and you lose your job for refusing to get a test, they have to pay you, again, up to 24 months pay. And we'll get to one more. I'll get to a question or two before we wrap. So what happens? I mean, we know we know what the current state of affairs is. What happens if the Ontario government does end up imposing mandatory vaccines in the next couple of weeks? So remember, we started the show by saying that as of now, the Ontario government has not, has not implemented mandatory vaccines uh, across any industry. What they've done is they've said, if you don't get a vaccine, you may have to have regular COVID tests. That's it. Now, if they change that, and that could absolutely happen, and they say, forget about COVID tests, you have to have a vaccine or you're not going to be able to work, at that point, your employer, if they're covered by that mandate, won't have a choice. Meaning, if you lose your job as a result, you would not get severance. You would also not qualify for government benefits. So that's a huge, huge problem. Uh, and you wouldn't have any recourses against your employer. So it all comes down to that mandate. No mandate, you have recourse, you have severance, you could qualify for EI, potentially even human rights damages. If there is a mandate and you still don't want to do it, then you could. it actually could be financial ruin in that you lose your job, no compensation, no benefits, and it's potentially going to be very difficult to, to get rehired somewhere. So you have to keep that in mind if, in fact, a mandate does come into play. 
Last question as we wrap up. Bottom line, what should someone do if they're faced with an ultimatum at work? Vaccinate or else? First assess whether there's a mandate that applies to you. Are you covered by a government mandate that says you have to be vaccinated or else? If you are covered by such a mandate, not much that you can do. If you're not, but your employer is imposing mandatory vaccines either way, call me. Call me before you even lose your job. Okay, let's talk about it right away because that mandate or or that rule that your employer is imposing may well be illegal. Very educational hour, always trying to enlighten. Now that we are done, you probably have questions uh, come to mind. Don't hesitate to ask them. you got to ask them, right? 1-855-821-5900. The number, email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. The website, employmentlawyer.ca, useful for other things uh, amongst uh, getting links to our long-running TV show, by the way. And then finally, for all employment matters, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. We'll catch you next time. Employment Law Show on Global News Radio.